Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's movie vlog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome to the One Man Low Council, and thank you. And it must be said several times tonight, thank you to George Lucas, because for those that have not been following the news recently, it was recently announced in Bob Iger's new book that George Lucas was not happy with the direction of Star Wars and made it very apparent which is something that all of us can obviously connect with, seeing that we are also still not happy with the current direction of Star Wars. But it got even worse because the fact they took his stories, they bought his stories, and then decided to not use them. Which to me just comes across as petty on their part. And also makes me wonder, did they dissect certain aspects of the stories that he sold them and then use the those aspects in their stories and then obviously just dully butchered it because they didn't do everything that he wanted to do or not. I kind of want to get my hands on this book, but obviously I don't want to give Bob Iger any of my money because, you know, Bob Iger is evil. Anyway, <laughs> how's it going, everybody? We had a few people I was talking with earlier. So how was everyone doing? Legit 36, Ryan Summers, Mark Lazarus here. Don Draper is here as well. Thank you very much for not hating me. Aiden Vickery's here. How is it going? How is it going? John Burkett is here. Nickel Noodles is here as well. How's it going? Stream Elements is running. 16-bit mascot. Robert Frey is here. Venom Broly, 1993. Random Nerd of Doom. Tina is here. Welcome to... What's going on, Tina? How's it going? Dion's here. Welcome back, Dion. Glad to see you here. Mayor Jeremy's here also. We got Gmonkey76 in the chat. Rain Retribute. What's going on? How is it going? Let me go ahead and get my, my DLive chat up and running over here. Up and running over here. What is going, D-Live people? Mr. Peabody's got some internet issues. Very sorry to hear that, Mr. Peabody. Hope you are doing okay. Hope you're doing just fine. Captain K-Man, what's going on, Captain K-Man? How is it going? How is it going, indeed? Kim Camp Park is here. Kim Camp Park, it's been so long since I've you over on D-Live. Welcome back. Glad to have you here. We got Seth in the chat. What's going on, Seth? We got Luke, not Skywalker. <laughs> What's going on? Dr. Richard Kimball. What's going on, Dr. Richard Kimball? I don't know why I just did an Obama voice for you. Hyperdex13, Michael Martinez is here. Blake Hemlow, Alex McCarthy says, hey, Odin, how are ye? It was a fun giffing on Twitter. Oh, it was a very fun giffing on Twitter indeed, good sir. Oh, so much fun at the expense of some really, really creepy stalkerish people that have been going after Phantom Menace lately, especially Jeremy and now me. Tina, thank you for letting everyone know how to contact me. So, again, if you want me to read your comment or you have a question or you want to share your love for George Lucas, all you need to do is put Odin question, all one word, over on the YouTubes, and it'll pop up orange for me, and I'll know that you're trying to get my attention, and so I'll be able to read it. I do fall behind in the chat, so just know that if your comment's not being read, it has been a long time, and you put Odin question, that I'm probably about 20, 30 minutes behind. Because guess what it happens when you start to read all the chats, and you don't just save, uh, you know, you don't just save out for Super Chats or donations... You fall behind a little bit, but that's okay. I don't mind falling behind because I like trying to give as people, uh, as much people, as much attention as possible. How is it going? How is it going? Someone just says scum. Okay. Hope you're not talking about me, bud. Hope you're not talking about me, bud. LAR07. How is it going? Good, sir. Hyperdex13. I'm doing fine. How are you doing, my dove? How you doing, my bruv? Michael Martinez says, George Lucas deserved better. Say whatever you want about the prequels, but at least George Lucas has a story from beginning to end. I'm right there with you. I am by no means a prequel defender. Jeremy is. That's why it's so funny where people try and say, oh, gosh, these people from the Phantom Menace and Geeks and Gamers, they, they all follow Jeremy and they all believe exactly what Jeremy does. Jeremy voted for Donald Trump. I did not. 
Jeremy is a prequel defender. I am not. Those are some pretty big differences already, and I'm sure I could point out so many more. Because the main point is that we agree on important issues, but also we work together, right? We understand that we are collaborating together, and guess what? We like each other. <laughs> we have fun together. That's what friendships are all based on. If you're having fun with each other, that is what... You don't hang out with someone that's going to bring you down. You don't hang out with someone that is just going to drag you down nonstop, right? That, 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 those aren't your friends. Your friends are those that lift you up. Your friends are those that lift you up, have a good time with. And I've been having a damn good time with my friends over on Twitter today because of some of the nonsense going on over there. That's for sure. But yeah, going back to your point, Michael Martinez, I'm not a prequel defender either. But you know what? I agree. At least the prequels are a consistent story with a very clear thread all throughout every single film. Yeah, the dialogue's bad. Yeah, the acting's bad. There's a lot of things to be critical of. And believe me, I will be one of the first ones to point out my criticisms of it. But at the very least, you are right. There is a consistent story, which guess what? The sequel trilogy does not have. The sequel trilogy might have some better acting overall. And again, I think that's obviously up for debate, right? But overall, we could say, yeah, maybe there's some better acting going on. Visual effects, definitely better. I would say, I'm pretty sure all of us can say the visual effects nowadays are much better (laughs) than they were in the 90s. But of course, that's a, a difference in time as well, right? But what the sequel trilogy does not have and cannot hold a candle to when it comes to the prequels, uh, when it comes to the prequels in general, is a consistent story because it does not have one. And all of it comes from the fact that George Lucas had three stories ready to go. He had a sequel trilogy ready to go. And they said, no, even though you created Star Wars, even though we know you are a creative genius, you can't write dialogue, but you are a creative genius, we're just going to say, no. Imagine if they had taken the three stories that George Lucas wrote and they had put a new director in charge and they had revamped some of the script and they just had him on as being the you know, the story writer, which I, I think personally is where George Lucas deserves to be. And I think that's where he would be best served, right? Is as the story writer, because he knows how to write a story. He knows how to craft a universe. That's where he needs to be. Let someone else write the dialogue, write the screenplay, right? Let someone else even direct. Because I think that his direction of the prequels really show that he doesn't really know how to connect with the actors, you know, face to face and get the best performances out of them. But he can write a damn good story. And the fact that they had scripts from him, stories from him, and they said, nah, you know what? You created this bad boy. You made it successful. You are the one, George Lucas. You are the brainchild. I know. I know, River. I feel the same way. She's upset. I'm upset, too. We know that George Lucas, this is, this, 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 this is Disney talking. We know, George Lucas, we know that you created this awesome universe and you know did all these great things and made it the multi-billion dollar franchise that it is and we bought you for. But we're going to do things on our own. And guess what happens? Guess what happens? You get the sequel trilogy, and that's what's going on, and that's what's going on. So, Michael Martinez, thank you for the comment. Jace Doe says, greetings and salutations, Conan style. Greetings and salutations. I got that reference. Tina says, listen to that garbage book on audio on Audible, then return it and tell them you hated it. <laughs> hey, that, that's a good point. Borrow it, return it, and say it was awful. That is definitely one way to do it. Or I can probably wait because it is such a big name. Again, whether we like him or not, obviously that that's uh, that's an opinion. But he is a big name. No, he is the president and CEO. Like he is the leader of Disney, right? He he is going to get some attention with his book, right? So there's a couple of uh, apps that I use. One is called Scribid, and so I'm sure that it'll eventually either pick up the ebook version or it'll pick up the audiobook version, and those will be free editions. 
when that happens, I might just have to dive into it. I might have to go back to those days in which I watched the entire first season of Girls so that I could crap on it because it was terrible. And the days when I read the entire Twilight book, the first Twilight book, because I wanted to be able to say this story sucks. Maybe now I can go back and say, oh, let me go ahead and read and listen to the Bob Iger story and get some of the dirt instead of just <laughs> these snippets that we've been getting instead. We got Laura Ryan stole my fan fiction story in the chat. What's going on, Laura? Bruce, how's it going, Bruce? Welcome back. Thank you again for sending me another Blu-ray. Shouted you out in a video the other day. Sorry, uh, very sorry indeed there was no video today. So fun story about me before we got dive into any people, anyone else's questions in the chat. So I had a doctor's appointment at 3.20 right after school today. So literally, doctor was about two minutes away. New patient. I ended up waiting about two hours. Two hours before the doctor actually saw me. <laughs> So I was sitting in the waiting room, or rather I was sitting in the actual doctor's room for probably about an hour, for the better part of an hour. Then when he gets in there, I'm in there for a good like like 30 minutes or so, and it was just a standard checkup, just getting used to it, but he was so nice. It was one of those situations where I was so pissed because I had to wait two hours. It was, I, I didn't get seen until two hours after my appointment time, not just one hour, but two hours, and he was just so nice. And so thorough. And he obviously was not rushing through it. And he, he even told me after, I've got two patients after you. And I'm like, holy crap. It was almost 6 p.m. when I got out of there. And all the nurses, it was closed. The office was closed. <laughs> it's a small practice. So all the nurses were gone. It was closed. It was just him and apparently two patients. I don't know where they were waiting or how that's working when there's no nurses present. But, I mean, I guess that's, I guess that's the Chattanooga lifestyle, man. Uh, but anyway, so because of that, I didn't get home until like 6.10 or so. So I felt so bad for my dogs. So my dogs normally eat at 5. And normally I let them out around like 3.30. And so they bolt towards the door. But we went so funny. They care more about food than they do anything else. Because they, I was like, let's go outside. Let's take care of y'all. And they were like, nope, you better feed us right now. <laughs> so they're having a good time. They're happy to be out. Willow is on her back. <laughs> Being a little goofball while River is right by, right by me. Because that's what River does. She is a daddy's girl. Random Nerd Doom says, Bob Iger isn't evil. Bob Iger is effing uber Barbara Streisand evil. Uh, Drunk 3PO, thank you for the $5 donation through Streamlabs, man. He says, much love, my man. Much love to you. Uh, I wish I could have watched your stream earlier, but it started when I was at school, and then it was still going on when I was at the doctor's office, and had I known I was going to be in the doctor's office and waiting around for 45 minutes with no one in the room with me, then I probably would have jumped on. <laughs> but, you know, that's what it is. It's slow going over on DLive. Is everyone okay over on DLive? Four people watching over there. Kim Kim Park. What's going on? I know uh, Peabody's got some slow internet going on there, but much love to my DLive people. All right, let's see. Legit36 says, I'm sure you've heard about Jeffrey Wright being cast as Commissioner Gordon, even though in canon, J.K. Simmons is already in the role. Yeah, I, I, I've heard the rumor. I, I didn't know that it was confirmed, but let me go ahead and just... And look at it. Like, I, okay. I personally like Jeffrey Wright as an actor. Yeah, according, a day ago, it was said he is in talks. So it's not been confirmed yet. So Jonah Hill and Jeffrey Wright are both in talks as of the last article that's popping up here. That could have changed, uh, but as of the last article, that was what's going on. Jonah Hill apparently was being rumored for the Joker, or not for the Joker. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, no. Uh, but for the Riddler. Which, you know what, to be honest, he, he could possibly do. Uh, but in my mind, because, again, I'm not a comics person, right? I always try and make that very clear on the channel. In my mind, the Joker is and will always be the Joker from Batman forever. 
will always be the Joker from Batman Forever. Because just, and I know he's crazy, right? I, I know I know that he's absolutely insane. But dear Lord Jim Carrey, he was perfect in that role. To me, he fully embraced the role so well. And again, that's just from a movie perspective. I just I, I love it. I always loving I love always love going back to see what he has to say. Mr. Pete Channel needs 700 subs. What's going on, dude? Thank you for the $5 super chat. It says, Hey Odin. The parks are the flagship of Disney and they are struggling. If I was a shareholder, I'd be beyond furious. It's time for the Iger to end. That's a very good point, too. There's been a lot of reports coming out that, indeed, the parks are not doing well. We already knew about what was going on in California, but now, apparently, even the Orlando edition of Galaxy's Edge is also not doing well. People are apparently losing their jobs. Again, obviously, there's speculation, and there's questions of the sources, and there's questions of how much is actually being lost. Is it because the summer season has ended? You know, there's a lot of questions, I think, right? But obviously, they're still being reported nonetheless. There are these reports that we must look at, that we must listen to, and I think definitely have a lot of uh, credibility to them, right? And obviously, we can look at the crowds, and we can know that it's not the big smash hit that they expect it to be. But when you make a park called Galaxy's Edge, and it's basically Star Wars land, and you don't have Star Wars in there, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be pissing some people off. And that's exactly what they're doing, and anyone that goes can finish it in five minutes, Remember, uh, Gary was covering this when he was with Jeremy about how they went through the park and it took him about five minutes or so to get through and see everything that there is to see. And that that's not a real world to me. That's like, okay, so you made a small little extension and then you put Star Wars on the title, but then you made everything so original that there's almost no original Star Wars in there except for a Millennium Falcon ride. Which, from what I've been told, if you have the wrong person in the driver's seat is not fun. <laughs> so it's interesting how all this works out the way that it does. But no, Legit36, just getting back to your point real quick. Uh, thank you for that $5 super chat, Mr. Pete, uh, about Jeffrey Wright. Again, I like him as an actor. I think that if he, you know, acting-wise, will he do the role well? Sure. But to me, it's also a casting that is just very reminiscent of just the modern-day culture that we're living in with everything going on with casting nowadays, right? And that's why for me, it's like, I can't say I'm mad, I'm not exactly quite at the point yet where I'm going to say it's woke as hell because in my mind, when I think of Jeffrey Wright, I don't really think of a political person, really. I just think of a solid actor who I think could play the role very well. And really, it all comes down to the reason why I get pissed off mostly about these castings are when it's obviously being forced, which this one, it's just uh, doesn't feel as forced as others because it's not, you know, it's not like they're casting Batman, right? They're, they're, they're casting a supporting character, right? So that's why it's like for me, it's like nah, not really as forced. Uh, but also, he is a very good actor, too, right? So, obviously, there's going to be people that might disagree with me on that point. But overall, I just, I'm not quite seeing it yet. But obviously, we could easily get there very quickly. Uh, goes to Osla says, what are some of your favorite sequels of all time? Uh, Back to the Future Part 2. Back to the Future Part 2 is a freaking amazing film. I love Back to the Future Part 2 and Part 3, for, for the record. I love all the Back to the Futures. They're all a part of the same universe, the same film to me. But, ah, uh, yeah, I would have to go there. CW Trixie says, Have you heard about Iger's latest push for Galaxy's Edge everywhere within Disney media, even down to ESPN? That is some new level of desperation. Well, yeah, because no one's going to the park, so they kind of need to get the word out there, I tell you. Bruce says, Star Wars has been so monkey-punched. Hybrid says, uh, Ignore Seth, Gandalf the Grey. Ignore Seth. I'm Gandalf the Right. <laughs> okay, Hyper X13. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. I forgot about the other name. 
Uh, Random Dragoon says, I think Marvel Lucasfilm Disney should be, uh, should a Deadpool Jar Jar Binks rated R adult show in the vein of Ren and Stimpy? Ugh, uh, nah, I don't like that. I know you're probably joking, but I don't like that. Uh, Ren and Stimpy is fine. Uh, that doesn't belong in Star Wars. Soulsad says, the book just shows that Bobby Iger is a con man and swindled poor George out of his franchise. And he, I mean, I know in the book, he tries to make it clear that he told George Lucas that he was not promising to do his stories but when you say hey hey you you have stories right because george lucas says hey i got three stories and they say tell us the stories and then you tell him hey these stories are great we want to buy them from you you kind of seem to indicate that you're at least going to use part of it right you might not use the entire story you might make some changes but overall you're gonna you're gonna follow it right again overall you're gonna follow it sorry i had to take care of a disgusting name over on God, I hate these people. I hate these people. They just, they, <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand it. I really don't. And congratulations. I'll, I'll gladly take your lemons, bro, because all I'm going to do is just go to my editing and your thing is gone. Boom. It's gone. Congratulations. Thanks for the lemons, by the way. Asshat over on DLive. Screw you, bud. Screw you, bud. You know what I feel like? I feel like that senator from, from Iron Man. Screw you, Tony Stark. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Only this dude is an actual asset. You know, only this dude is is a terrible person, right? Literally a channel that was just created to troll people. So thank you for the lemons, man. I appreciate those lemons. I appreciate those lemons, man. Congratulations. Your name is no longer being shown on the screen. Anyway, let's go ahead and get that dirty taste out of our mouth. But yeah, I think that, you know, you promised George Lucas saying, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to offer you this money. We're going to pay for your stories, and then we're not going to use them. And not even to say, hey, we like your stories, but there's some things a little bit off with it, right? There's some things that we want to do. And, you know, instead it's just a no. We're just going to say, screw you. We're just going to leave them all in the dust. We're just going to leave them all to rot in the dust, never to see the light of day. Except when I use it as an antidote in my book. Like, seriously, that's what makes it even worse. It's not just that he screwed over George Lucas, but also that now he's using it as an antidote in his book, saying, like, oh, George's pain is now going to be used. George's anger is now going to be used as a selling point of my book or as one of the points I'll be bringing up in my book. Just shows what kind of a person Bob Iger is, in my opinion. Bruce says, so, Odin, are you making a correlation between liking the prequels and being a Trump supporter? Yes, I am, Bruce. (laughs) You caught me. You caught me red-handed, Bruce. Uh, you see through me. You see through me. All right. Uh, chat jumped on me like it normally does. So I'm at 709 in the chat. So I'm about 10 minutes behind in the YouTube chat. So if your comment got skipped, I'm very, very sorry about that indeed. Captain Will Gentry says, it does seem DLive has a bit of an issue with that stuff. It does. And I don't know what it is. My, my channel's been trolled a lot more than usual. And again, I'm very sorry to my, my hardcore DLive people who are not assets, who are not complete trolls, who are not the scum of the internet. Uh, if you do donate, I will, of course, shout you out. Uh, but it looks like I might have to keep that off of the stream. Looks like I might have to keep that off of um, the streams for at least the foreseeable future. Again, last time I brought it back, but you know what? If this is going to become a consistent problem. Then I'm just going to have to turn off the notification. And it's it's sad because there are some really good people over there that I want their names to pop up. I want them to get the recognition they deserve, which is why I'm going to continue to shout you out. But... It sucks that, you know, a few asshats have to ruin it for everyone else. 
Let's see. Tina says, that trash book will be sitting next to those Tico dolls in a few months in the dollar store. Nobody is going to buy that book. These publishers buy a lot of junk books. That is most likely true, Tina, of, of what the fate of that book is going to be. JKD Buck says, Iger is a snake. Damn right he is. 70B says, hail. What's going on, 70B? Hammer says, hail. What's going on, Hammer? Uh, by the way, my two people that won the John Wick 4Ks, they will be sent out to you this week. I'm very sorry indeed. I was going to try and get some of that done before the stream. But, of course, because of the doctor going on the way it did, I did not have time to. But don't worry. It, it you know I've got your addresses. I got which ones you've won. They both won the 4K, of course, of John Wick. And so those will be sent out probably through Amazon over the next day or so. All right. And then I have two people that won the Rambo copies. I have them packaged up and ready to go. But once again, I need to have time to go to the, <laughs> the post office. But today was a crazy day. Uh, Bruce says, I just got an alert from Hero High Headlines. Reads, Matt and Bernie, the CEO and COO of Rooster Teeth, stepped down. I don't really know much about Rooster Teeth, so I, I that really doesn't mean as much to me because I don't know their names and I, I don't really know what Rooster Teeth is. Mir Jeremy says, just realized South Park Season 23 premieres tomorrow. Mir Jeremy, you're absolutely right. Uh, and, and the trailer's already come out for it, and apparently they're going after ice a little bit. Now, of course, when it comes to South Park, they go after everyone, right? So, you know, of course, you'll have some people who are certain, you know, of a certain political ideology saying, oh, look, they're attacking ICE and this is great. I guarantee you they'll also be going after illegal immigration, too. Like, that's just something they do. They go after everyone. They always go after everyone. That's why I love South Park, because they understand that comedy is something where you can make fun of everyone and it's meant to offend. You know, it's great. Bruce says, uh, Rooster Teeth is looking fracked. Orange Hat Reviews, what's going on, man? Says, how are you also? Hashtag Duck Fizney. Damn right. Damn right. Uh, Nessa Nason says, bad leadership clearly trickles down. Your company is under siege on multiple fronts. And U.S. CEO put, uh, put out a tell-all before your IP that, said, that paid billions for has its culmination. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, as I said before, the fact that he's using George Lucas now. Dear Lord, these people on DLive are just disgusting, man. Uh, Captain K-Man, thank you so much for the two uh, ice cream donation, man. I really do appreciate that. Uh, Captain K-Man says, it's all good. We are still going to support. Well, thank you, Captain K-Man. I really do appreciate that. Captain Dean High says, the doctor, what I'd miss. <laughs> Too much to catch up on, man. I'm already behind in the chat. And Captain Will Gentry. Captain Gentry says, we're all good. You just keep it off the screen for now. That way their name won't show up on screen, but you still get the lemons. That's very true, Will. That's very, very, very true. And Cash Jimmy, thank you for the ice cream, man. I appreciate it. Uh, but no, Nessa Nessa, I think that's a great point. I think that's very much a, a good point overall. And sorry, things are really bad over there. Uh, do I have any? So, Will? Uh, Captain Gentry, I, I just now nominated you as since since you are now a, a pretty consistent DLive person and uh, Peabody's having some internet issues. You are now a mod on the channel. Can you just keep an eye out for these idiots? Uh, as you can. So again, troll, you're giving me lemons, man. You're giving me money and your name's not popping out on the screen. And I'm not going to read your name on the screen because you are a hateful, ignorant person. Just going to delete you, man. It's very easy to do on D live, but sorry, Nessa Nessa. So sorry again for, for ah, these people are idiots. But anyway, Will Gentry, please, if you could uh, help me out, Captain Gentry, I'd appreciate it. But no, uh, the fact that he is now using George Lucas as an antidote, right, in his book, that he's now saying, oh, yeah, George Lucas was pretty mad, and then he's trying to justify what he did. You know, he's trying to justify what he did, and it's absolutely ridiculous at this point, man. It's just, 
you were given the keys to the kingdom. You were given the keys to Star Wars, and the king himself offered you three stories, which I imagine were probably pretty good. Dialogue, maybe not. The thing with the wills, I think, is up for debate, but they would have been consistent stories with the rest of the overall trilogy, right? It would have at least been consistent with what had been previously established. And what they do, oh, we'll buy them from you. So that way we can't so that way we can't use them. So that way we don't use them. And my guess is that they did it because they knew they were going in a different direction and they wanted to buy it so that way George could not at some point say, oh, look at what's going on here. Here's what I would have done instead. Now, I'm not sure if George Lucas would have done that, but imagine if he had the rights to his story. Imagine if he still had those stories. Imagine if he still had those stories, what he would do. It, it, it would have been magical, man. It would have been absolutely magical. And Captain Gentry, thank you so much. He says, well, I feel honored. Yeah, I'll keep an eye for you. Thank you, Captain Gentry. I appreciate that, man. And no, seriously, I mean, I, I should have promoted you a long time ago anyway. Uh, you're awesome. You're absolutely awesome. I don't know how this dude, I've deleted this guy so many times. How? How is this person still showing up? I don't get it. I do not get it at all. DLive is broken now. DLive is absolutely broken now. Thank you, Captain Gentry. Dear Lord, this dude is just... Uh, Captain Gentry, you got this, man. I'm just ignoring him from this point forward. Because he ain't getting shouted out on the channel. And all I'm doing is taking his money. 16-bit mascot. You like Tennessee? I hear it's a great place. It's a wonderful place to live. And again, uh, Ness and Ness, and I'm very sorry about that response, man, but I think you get what I'm trying to get. I'm just, I'm so distracted. I have ADD, Rand. I have ADD, and it's just, when that stuff's going on, I can't, I can't focus. We got 120 people watching over on YouTube. Thank you so much. 13 people over on DLive. Thank you to everyone on DLive, except for the asshat who's being a complete, complete asshat. And thank you to all the amazing people, because no one's being an asshat right now over on the YouTube side of things. Thank you so much for being awesome. And thanks to the Valkyrie. Thanks to the Valkyrie. Thanks to the Moss for doing whatever work that I might not see behind the scenes. Zach Gregg says, it shows how evil the mouse is. I can't stand Disney the Monopoly. I'm right there with you. They really are becoming more of a monopoly every single day. Jeremy Swig says, will you ever go back on the High Council or other group stream? I hope you aren't being left out. Uh, I would go on if they invited me, but they don't invite me. Uh, the only real connection that I had that I was very close with on the High Council was Jeremy, who, again... Doesn't have time for the High Council, but apparently enough time to be on the High Council more than he was before. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I love those guys over there. If they ever invite me back on, you know, I'm game. And uh, if you want to see me on on group streams, every Friday I'm on Gary Nerdrotic's channel. We do Friday Night Tights together. It's me, him, Comics Division, and then we got a, you know, a panel of people that we bring on. Jeremy jo- has been joining us a few times, um, and a lot of other people have been joining us too. It's been a lot of fun. We, we've had Drunk 3PO on the last couple of weeks, and Drunk is just an amazing guy. Drunk, if you're still watching, man, love you so much, dude. Uh, it's great to have you on those streams. Uh, but no, yeah, when it comes to the High Council, again, if I was invited, I would say yes. But again, the only person that I really knew very well and had a very strong connection to was, was Jeremy, right? I've only ever talked to 